2: Is what's going on? I don't think those who lead the Republican Party have even figured it out. That our side, us, the normals, the 74 million who voted for Donald Trump, are no longer allowed to have a leader or leaders. In the coming years, this will become more obvious as anyone who steps up to fill the void that Trump left gets canceled through a combination of social media censorship and persecution. By the Department of Justice and the FBI. If you think about it, we don't have a leader now. Our only true leader, at least at this time, would be Donald J. Trump. Out of office, yes, but he could still speak for us if he weren't banned on every major communications platform there is. Today is May 3rd, 2021. And I'm going to be the first member of the media to announce the FBI investigation into Ron DeSantis. Remember that date, when the news becomes official. You're probably wondering how I know this, what sources I have. I don't need any. I know how it works. DeSantis, the governor of Florida, has become a thorn in the left side. And with every day that passes, is filling the vacuum more and more left behind by Trump. He will be canceled. The only thing I don't know is the date of the announcement of the FBI investigation. Everything else is certain because it's how it works now. Once you look at it that way, that we are not allowed to have leaders and that anybody who helps those leaders become effective will also be canceled and destroyed by the deep state. In December 2016, I predicted that they would take all of Trump's social media accounts and cancel him. Yes, December of 2016. How did I know that one? I had the HITS report that comes out every month. And it shows you how many hits different media organizations are getting. And it showed how Trump won. Because for the first time, Breitbart, Daily Caller, the Gateway Pundit were in the top 100 sites in the nation. Not news sites. Sites in the nation. It's how we got our message out. Their traffic has since declined by more than 90% as they were throttled. But that was not good enough. They had to get rid of Trump. The only part of that prediction I got wrong was that they waited till after election day to formally take His social media accounts, they were all but useless by Election Day as virtually everything he said was banned or censored. Right now, I think the globalist leaders of the GOP who remain and the only leaders we're allowed to have are the ineffective kind probably think it was a one off. It was a Trump thing. That won't happen to me. But Ron DeSantis knows that's why they just passed this legislation in Florida since the last election. I've been predicting that Republicans won't even be allowed to run campaign commercials on platforms like Google and Facebook and Twitter. Basically, all the places it counts that our candidates themselves will be canceled by the next election. If something isn't done, there was a good indicator of that in the Georgia runoffs for those two Senate seats and ultimately for control of Congress. Where do the majority of Americans now get their news? Social media. If you want to win elections, you have to be able to advertise there. And in that critical runoff, the Democrat senatorial campaign committee did the DSCC. They raise the lion's share of the money and run the lion's share of the ads in those elections. They did in Georgia. They were allowed to advertise, but not the corresponding Republican committee called the National Republican Senatorial Committee in the final days. Their ads were banned by Facebook, and they took to Twitter to complain about it. It was huge not to be able to advertise. Essentially, they were canceled. Now back to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who obviously has designs on the presidency. What bill just passed in his legislature? It's his bill. He says he'll sign it. I have no doubt he will probably be signed by the time this podcast comes out. What does it do? Ah. We're getting to the heart of the matter here. It prohibits social media companies from deplatforming political candidates, meaning they can't delete or ban a candidate. It'll be largely useless because suspensions of up to 14 days would still be allowed. So you'll see Facebook do again what they did last time, ban the candidate and their ads right off the platform in the last critical two weeks. But at least they'll still be around before that. I don't know why they put the two weeks in there. Bad news. But whatever the case, the fines for small time candidates are twenty five thousand for major state or federal elections. Two hundred and fifty thousand. This is what we have to do, folks, just to allow our candidates to be in the race. Otherwise, they'll be wiped right off the map by Google, Twitter, Facebook and the like. This is where we are. We are not allowed to have leaders. Now, don't let this scare you. I wish the Florida bill had been tougher, but this is the answer. States are simply going to have to start fining social media and big tech companies like Google for monkeying around in our elections and making sure that certain candidates are not heard from or we won't have fair elections anymore. You can't fight when your leaders are canceled. Along with their campaigns, you can bet the model that Facebook used to cancel the advertising for the two Republican candidates in the days before the election will be duplicated on a wider scale going into 2022. They'll simply say whatever the Republicans said that was effective is offensive and off they go, just like Trump, which brings us to Rudy Giuliani.
1: To understand
2: how Trump lived as president and how any future Republican will live, should one ever manage to be president again, you have to think of a bird in a gilded cage with absolutely no privacy, illegally spied upon by the deep state around the clock. The gilded cage, in this case the White House, is beautiful. It's the lap of luxury, but it's also a prison. No interaction with your wife, nothing you do in the bathroom, nothing about your life, is private ever again. They terrorize you by legally spying on you, and it never ends, not even when you leave office. Knowing that you could never have a single solitary moment of privacy, perhaps unless you took a walk in the woods miles from civilization without a cell phone or any electronics present, gives you pause. Anybody who wants to represent us in the future will have to walk into that gilded cage and slam the door shut knowing they will never have a moment of personal privacy without harassment again by the FBI, the NSA or the deep state who are off the chain. And that the same will go for anybody who effectively helps them maintain their position or legally advises them. These aren't new tactics for the left. They've used them for over 100 years in the countries they rule where if you lose the election, you're liable to be killed, at a minimum to be prosecuted, along with anybody who helped you. They do this to send a signal to anyone who would ever oppose them in the future. Your life and the life of anyone who attempts to assist you will be destroyed. That's what's happening right now to Rudy Giuliani. It's another one of their tactics that they use in their authoritarian regimes. Go after the attorneys for these folks so they're unable to defend themselves. Which it appears is what's going on here, as Tucker Carlson observed last week.
0: By our count, Rudy Giuliani is at least the third attorney to have his personal communications with former President Donald Trump seized by the Justice Department. Sense a theme here?
2: Yep. They deliberately humiliated him by banging on his door and conducting a raid, as if he were a common criminal. But many key Trump supporters have gone before him. In fact... Everybody who's ever been effective at representing Trump or advising him is either under indictment, under investigation, or has been convicted by the Justice Department. Roger Stone, Steve Bannon, Paul Manafort, Michael Cohen, and now, of course, Rudy Giuliani. In fact, Giuliani's current attorney, Alan Dershowitz, the Harvard Law professor, likened what the Democrats are doing here To a a banana republic. Quote, he said in the New York Post, in banana republics in Castro's Cuba, in many parts of the world, when a candidate loses for president, they go after the candidate, his lawyers and his friends. That's exactly what the FBI is doing here. This is a preventative inoculation to make sure that nobody runs again or dares to. To understand why Giuliani's home was raided last week of all weeks, you have to understand two things. What was going on last week? The largest forensic audit ever conducted in the United States of America, and that's going on in Arizona of Maricopa County. I don't know how it'll turn out, but they're going through ballot by ballot, even using ultraviolet light scans to see if the absentee ballots that came back were copies of ones that were sent out. In other words, they can tell if it's the same paper. Democrats are desperate, by the way, to stop this audit. They've sent a team of 73 lawyers to stop it. And over the weekend, after losing in court, resorted to groveling before the, the corrupt Department of Justice to see if they could get them to stop it. They've got no authority, but don't be surprised if they try. So why would the FBI wait? They've been on Giuliani for two years till this week for the raid. Because who's the face of Trump's voter fraud accusations? Who needs to be discredited this very week? That'd be Rudy Giuliani. He's the one who did the press conferences on the voter fraud. Got to discredit him. But that's only part of the problem. If you understand what Trump was looking for in Ukraine when he investigated Hunter and Joe, you can see why the FBI is so knee deep into this. The media has barely reported it. Remember Trump trying to use his influence to get the dirt on Hunter and Joe? Yeah, but what dirt? The media didn't say. You have to go into the transcript to find it. They're not going to tell you. And when you go into the transcript of Trump's conversation with the Ukrainian official that they impeached him for, what did Trump want? I bet you don't know. The media didn't tell you. Again, you've got to read the transcript. He wanted the hard drive, the server. What hard drive and server? The DNC's hard drive and server, which he had come to know resided in Ukraine. You know the one that the FBI claimed the Russians hacked, but never bothered to go and get or look at or get any kind of warrant to examine. We know with pretty high certainty that if that server ever turned up, you could prove that the FBI made up the whole Russian collusion narrative to frame Trump. How do I know? Because in a closed door door hearing in 2017 that was classified, they hauled in the DNC's computer technical contractor, CrowdStrike. The FBI failed to ever take custody of the most critical piece of evidence in the Russia collusion accusations. A very strange thing. It was the server. But the guys who ran the server, CrowdStrike, did testify before that Republican Congressional Committee. And when asked, did the Russians hack the server? They admitted they didn't know if anybody had hacked the server, much less if somebody had hacked the server if it was the Russians. This testimony was given to Republicans incredibly in 2017. It would stay under wraps for two and a half more years to allow the Russia collusion hoax to thrive. By the way, Trey Gowdy was in that hearing. He never leaked a word of it. In fact, he pretended he had no idea if Trump was innocent or not. So did all the Republicans in his party who knew better. So the FBI is very concerned that Trump, Rudy or someone else will actually find this server in Ukraine. You could say they have a personal stake in the cover up, which was the other reason the boot went through the door of Rudy Giuliani's apartment. They didn't even need to raid the place. He'd offered to turn over everything he had to them. In fact, he wanted to give them the Ukraine evidence, since it implicates Hunter and Joe Biden. Instead, they wait to the week that it's looking bad for the Democrats on voter fraud, and they do a raid instead. Here, I'll let Tucker Carlson explain.
0: From what we have read in the press... The Department of Justice wants to know whether you violated FARA, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, in representing foreign nationals, Ukrainians, for pay. You didn't register. They're saying that may have been a crime. We know for a fact that Hunter Biden did that. He didn't register under FARA. He represented Ukrainians. He probably made a lot more than you did. He also represented Chinese nationals, lobbying his dad. And he has not been charged with a FARA violation. Am
2: I missing something here? Oh, but it's worse than that. Yes, Rudy has tried to give the FBI Hunter's hard drive, which he has a copy of. And during the raid, it was the only thing they didn't want. Yeah, because they don't want to be in possession of evidence of Hunter's crimes. Because then Rudy would have documented evidence that they were in possession of evidence of Hunter's crimes, which might make it hard to explain why he's not being prosecuted.
3: About six o'clock in the morning, there was a big bang, bang, bang on the door and outside were seven, seven FBI agents with a warrant uh, for um, electronics. And I looked at the warrant and I said, uh, you know, this is extraordinary because I've offered to give these to the government and talk it over with the government for two years. I don't know why they have to do this. The only time they got perturbed is at the end of the surge. When they had taken about, I'd say, seven or eight electronic items of mine, which is what they took, and, and two of someone else's, I, uh, th- they weren't taking the three hard drives, which, of course, are electronic devices. They just mimic the, the computer. I said, well, don't you want these? And they said, what are they? I said, those are Hunter Biden's hard drives. And they said, no, 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 no. I said, are you sure you don't want them? I mean, the, the warrant required them to take it. And they said, no, no. And I, one last time I said, don't you think you should take it? To comp-? And they said, no. Now, uh, Hunter Biden's hard drives fall within the scope of the subpoena. The subpoena required them to take all electronics, but they decided to leave that behind. And they also were completely content to rely on my word that these were Hunter Biden's hard drives. I mean, they could have been Donald Trump's. They could have been Vladimir Putin's. They could have been anybody's. But they relied on me, the man who had to be raided in the morning, uh, because I, well, I'm going to destroy the evidence. I've known about this for two years, uh, Tucker. I could have destroyed the evidence a years a year. I didn't destroy the evidence because the evidence is exculpatory. It proves that the president and I and all of us are innocent. They're the ones who are committing. It's like it's like projection. They're committing the crimes.
2: Yeah, but if you let him turn it over, well, then you don't get to do the raid for television consumption on just the week you need it when you're trying to distract from voter fraud and discredit those accusing you of it.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Anyway, Rudy detailed just a few of the crimes there's evidence of on that hard drive that the FBI does not want.
3: The reality is the hard drive contains somewhere between a dozen or more violations of FARA that are spelled out uh, completely. Failure to register. Uh, The fact is it also spells out, as we now know, a clear violation of the gun act the 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 application is a straight-out fraud he says i'm not an addict we have a picture of him five days before smoking a crack pipe behind the wheel of a car and then saying under oath that he's not an addict and it's the left that gets all perturbed about people who are mentally unstable having guns well he was unstable he's been unfortunately and tragically I, I feel sorry for that part of Hunter Biden. I think his father exploited him. But the reality is he's still a danger to the public if he's driving an automobile or holding a gun. But they don't care yeah. about that. No, they, they come extended so, it to my apartment when, I, when I'm when i willing to talk to them civilly myself. And uh, second, I can tell you, I, I never ever represented a foreign national. I, in fact, I have in my contracts a refusal to do it because from the time... I got out of being mayor, I didn't want to lobby. Never did it to Bush, never did it to Obama, never did it with Trump. And I can prove it, just give me an opportunity. But they will, instead they had a breakdown, I wouldn't say breakdown, but smash on my doors.
2: So why is the FBI so interested in Rudy for the crimes that Hunter Biden actually committed? Here's what Rudy thinks.
3: My sole concentration from the beginning here, Tucker, was to find evidence that would prove what I knew that he was innocent of Russian collusion, and that he was innocent of doing anything improper. He did exactly what a president should do with the president of Ukraine. He asked him to investigate a vice president who violated our laws over and over again. 30 years of the Biden crime family violating our laws. That is what is on the hard drive that they have censored. And that's why they want to put me in jail.
2: After an investigation, along with everybody else who's ever advised Trump, legally or otherwise, and then been terrorized. Quite frankly, it's a miracle anyone would work for Trump as an attorney at this point, given what they'll face. And that's exactly the idea. It sends a strong message to people like Ron DeSantis. Don't even think about bothering to run. Big tech's going to censor your ads. You'll never have a shot at it. And that is before the FBI destroys you. Or perhaps the FBI will destroy you first. I'm going to wrap this podcast with one more clip about the FBI snooping on Rudy's iCloud to find out what's going on with Trump. As Tucker Carlson mentioned, this is the third time this has happened. So it's not coincidence. And ask yourself, who would actually work for Trump as an attorney or an advisor after hearing this,
3: I think they should be investigated for blatantly violating my constitutional rights, the president's constitutional rights, in the middle of the impeachment defense. They yeah. invaded, without telling me, my uh, iCloud. They took documents that are privileged, and then they, you know how to really decide it, what they could read and not read. So the prosecutors, the Justice Department, spied on me. And that is, if that is not taken seriously, if that doesn't result in their being sanctioned, the case being dismissed, and it's stopping, this is no longer uh, a free, co- we might as well be in you know, East Berlin before the wall fell. This is, this is tactics only known in a dictatorship where you, you seize a lawyer's records right in the middle of his representation of his client. Uh, they, I mean, you, you should be prosecuted and disbarred for that. You shouldn't yeah. be prosecuting somebody else.
0: Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on Radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening.